Hello, Marketeers. Welcome to another episode of AEC Marketeer Podcast, exploring AEC marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Keelan Cox, and I'll be exploring marketing trends and answering your most pressing questions to help you thrive as an AEC Marketeer. All right, Marketeers, thank you so much for joining me. Today I have on Stacey Cheney, CPSM. Stacey is a senior marketing specialist with Farnsworth Group and brings over 15 years of experience in the AEC industry. Stacey is also an accomplished musician, vocalist, and songwriter, and has sung the national anthem for the St. Louis Blues, the Milwaukee Admirals, and the Milwaukee Brewers. She is the current president of SMPS Wisconsin, and serves on the Heartland Regional Conference Board of Directors. Welcome, Stacy. Thank you so much for having me. So before we get into it, I'm curious how you got started in this industry. What's your story? Yeah, so I was a music major in college. I've been a musician my whole life, and just kind of in college, I decided I didn't want to be the only adult in a room with 100 kids with loud instruments who didn't practice because I took it so seriously. And so I just kind of decided to kind of go a different route. I really didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. So I just kind of started working. And eventually, you know, like most of us, I feel like just kind of found my way into the AEC industry. I actually started as the receptionist at an engineering and architecture firm and worked my way all the way up to being a senior level marketing person now with Farnsworth Group. And yeah, it's been great. I kind of finally figured what I what I want finally figured out what I wanted to do when I grew up and then eventually got my CPSM. So because I don't have a formal degree, I I felt like that was a great way to basically demonstrate that I had the capabilities to do my job, even though I knew I did. But yeah, so that's kind of how I found my way into this, into this crazy world. So perfect. Well, I was introduced to you through one of your parody posts. I think someone reposted a parody song that you had created, actually song and video. I don't want to make it just sound like it's a song. It was an incredible video montage (laughs) as well. And I was just so impressed that that kind of creativity existed in this industry. I mean, (laughs) marketers were creative people, but I had just never seen something like that before that was so, like, it hit home (laughs) in such a big way, which is why I wanted to talk to you. So could you, we'll we'll play your song in, in a little bit, but could you introduce your song and sort of what? you know, just made you decide to do this? Yeah, sure. So this is, the song is called Update Your Resume Pronto. And it is a parody of We Don't Talk About Bruno from the movie Encanto. This song was born out of a need to get our technical staff to update their resumes. We do it every year at our firm at the same time. And we wanted to make it a little more fun, make it engaging and make people hopefully want to get their resume updates done quickly and turn them into marketing to help help us all, you know, win work. So that's kind of where the song was born. Perfect. We'll play that song now. Update your resume pronto. Oh, oh, oh. Update your resume pronto. Time to update your resume. Update your resume. You see our email coming. 
biggest joke. Dun, dun. It's the same time every year, but you always act surprised. Another year's already gone. But proposals, they pour in like rain. Sometimes we need an umbrella. It really makes us hurt our brain. We get headaches, let me tell ya. When we don't have your project name. And the client wants it right away. So update your resume pronto. this once without stuttering or stumbling we hear you at your desk so muttering and mumbling why i have to do this i don't understand but marketing is just trying to lay the groundwork to win us project and get you more work it's all a part of building our brand do you understand the client's name and the duties you performed was it topo or boundary if you're a surveyor list the city and state so we all dread if you don't update it we'll have to tell your department head and marketing will be so mad our faces all will turn red just get it done and we'll put this thing to bed don't you see that the project of your dreams could be yours if your resume aligns don't you see that our clients would hire us if you tell us about your design? Don't you see that the project of your dreams will be just out of reach, awarded to another if you don't update hey, folks, it's the one thing we need you to do. Update your resume pronto. Update your resume pronto. Add projects to your resume pronto. Add projects to your resume pronto. Hurry, the deadline's here. Yes, the client's name resume. and the duties you performed. Was it Topo or Boundary? If you're a surveyor, list the city and state so we all can be informed. Update your resume pronto. So how was this song received at your company? Did you send it as an audio? I assume you sent it as the video. So we sent this as a video. Okay. We posted it on our intranet and it was kind of used as a reminder for those who were kind of late getting their resume updates in. And we were also trying to promote our new intranet that we just kind of rebranded back in 2022. And so it was kind of a dual purpose kind of to drive people there, but also use it as a reminder for those who needed to update their resumes. So we sent out the video file. I have to give props to my colleague, Megan Kelly, out in our Denver office. She pulled all those video, stock video clips and edited that all together. So kudos Amazing. to her. Yeah, she did a great job. And 
we use this as an opportunity also to learn how to put captions and videos because <laughs> when you post videos, <laughs> when you post videos, they seem to get so much more engagement. A lot of times people are watching and they can't, they can't listen to the audio. You know, if you're like in a, on in public transportation or if you're sitting in a waiting room somewhere, you, you can't listen to the audio. So it's nice to have sure. captions and they, yeah. So anyway, but we use this as a way to send out to our technical staff to remind them to get their resumes updated. It's something we all hate doing. Marketing staff doesn't like doing it. The technical staff don't like doing it. We don't like reminding them to do it. So I just kind of had this idea of, you know, let's make a fun song. And I, I've i written a lot of parody songs in my life. Let's see, just wrote them for my family. My cousin got married and I did a whole Disney parody of songs, like a medley. My cousin married a guy named Glenn, and we call him Glenn Coco from the movie Mean Girls. And so we parodied Let It Go, but instead it was You Go, Glenn Coco. It was the whole parody of the song. And I, I did that at her wedding reception. There was a whole bunch of different Disney songs. I make them for my family for a long time and and just kind of thought this was a unique opportunity to kind of bring this parody world into my workplace because this is fun. I love music. You know, it's been a part of me since I've been very little. And it's always fun when you can bring those personal hobbies that you have into your work life and get paid to do it. Sure. <laughs> you know, you're, yeah. So because, you know, music and the arts is one of those where there's not a lot of opportunity to make a lot of money. So to have an opportunity where you're doing it and getting paid for it for your job and it's benefiting everybody, it's it's really fun too. So I kind of was trying to find a song that I thought was fairly relevant and people would know. You know, most people have kids, have heard of Encanto, and, you know, we don't talk about Bruno. Most, if they ha don't have children, they've either seen the movie or, you know, it it's everywhere, that song. It's been at the Oscars, the Grammys, I think, the Tonys. So it was a pretty popular song, and there were a few people that hadn't heard of it, but they just went out and Googled the song. And so they were sure. like, once I heard the song, it was even more funny. And then I realized that it was our wedding day rhymed with update your resume. And so I thought this is perfect. And so then I kind of figured out how to put Pronto instead of Bruno and the whole song kind of came together. So that's amazing. And what did leadership have to say? Like, does this already fit your overall culture? Do you have like a playful culture at your company that this sort of slid into? Or was this maybe like a break from normal? marketing team is definitely has a, a, a lot of humor. Okay. I'll attribute that all to my boss, Jeff McCombs. He's our director of marketing. He's a riot. He he's just really approaches our job with, obviously, we all have a sense of professionalism, but, you know, with a sense of humor because our jobs are very stressful. We're under tight sure. deadlines. If we make mistakes, our companies could lose out on tens of thousands of dollars. And so, those stakes are really high some days. And so just to approach things with a sense of humor and trying to be a little bit more lighthearted about it, it really helps relieve everybody's stress levels. Sure. So our our marketing team is very funny. We have a Friday funny. We post a funny meme about what we do or we try to send out funny things. Our team approached this with a sense of humor. We wrote poems to try and help people get their resumes in. Somebody wrote one that just said, Roses are red, violets are blue, update your resume and I'll stop bugging you. And we sent those out on Valentine's Day still for all of our late, late resume folks, just to try and, you know, 
make some white noise because, you know, part of our job as marketers is just to get people's attention. And whether it's our clients externally or internally, it's just to to grab people's attention and have something a little better than just a lot of white noise. So, but it was very, it was very well received at our firm. I got messages from folks all over the company and we're about 500 nationwide and, you know, folks from all different parts of the country. You know, I'm definitely going to update my resume now. This is hilarious. This is such a fun way to remind me. It's so much better than, you know, a nagging email. So sure. Yeah. So I love that you mentioned that it's our job as marketers to get people's attention because that's so true. That it, that That is essentially what yeah. we're here for. Could you elaborate on that a little bit? Is that like your sort of approach to marketing in general? I mean, I, I think so. I mean, I I definitely try to incorporate that into everything I do. You know, I don't want to just do something for the sake of doing it. Like, yeah, you know, we have to update resumes. We have to do proposals. But trying to do things to get the client's attention, whether externally or internally, even just putting more graphics or trying to just make that first line of your cover letter grab your reader's attention and not putting the dreaded thank you for the opportunity to submit our proposal that we found this on the internet last week and now we're going to submit it to you. <laughs> Trying yeah. to find a way to grab <laughs> to grab their attention. If you're submitting for a Parks and Rec project, talking about like Parks and Rec are a vital part of our communities. Trying to grab their attention with something other than standard boilerplate stuff and uh, even just, I think, adding graphics to your proposal increases reader retention by 300%. So okay. thing you can do to grab people's attention is is always going to help you at least stay in their mind. There's a lot of other factors that go into being selected for something, but making clients aware of you, making people aware that you're here and that you're willing to help and what's the benefit of hiring you. We don't, here at Farnsworth, group where I work, we really treat our technical staff as like our internal clients. And so mm -hmm. this was a way to just to grab their attention, trying to get people to just do mundane things, update their resume. One of our groups sends out a calendar at the end of every year for the following year. And it's like pulling teeth to get people just to update their clients mailing address so that we can mail them this wall calendar. And instead of just sending another reminder with just white noise, hey, fill this out, I did the whole email like it was an as-seen-on-TV ad. Okay. So I said, you know, do you want your clients to have a great year with their officially licensed Farnsworth Group calendar? And, you know, it comes with a free dry erase marker, but only if you order now. And they were in stitches just because the email was just something different. And they were all like, I had this on my list, but now I'm going to do it right now because this, it really grabbed their attention. And so I try to incorporate as much of that as I can into my work. Plus, if you have a fun sense of humor with folks, and if you are a little more creative than just sending an email, it does get people to at least giggle. It gives them a break in their day. So there's just, I just see so many benefits all around to it. So perfect. Well, my next question was, how has this creativity played out in your career and, you know, how have you leveraged it in your work? And it sounds like when it comes to sort of maybe not even a last resort, but that's that actually sounds like it might be your first resort. <laughs> yeah. You gave a few examples at work, but like, has this translated into other areas of your work? I mean, even as I'm hearing you talk, it sounds like this is almost sort of a mindset for you which I think is such a nifty flip. You know, it's just a switch. 
that I think so many of us, if we could just look at our work through a creative lens, as opposed to just like one more email that needs to get sent out that's on there and just one more email that's going to be ignored. That's right. such a, a nifty trick. Well, and I think one thing that I try to do is I'm just a regular songwriter as well. And I've written songs for many years. I used to enter a lot of competitions and I kind of just fell away from that. But writing songs, there's a lot of technique to that. It's just like mm -hmm. writing a proposal or writing a technical approach. It's a skill. And one of the things they talk about is you have to put yourself in someone else's shoes. And, you know, mm. you have to write something that's specific, but it also has to appeal to everyone. And so you can kind of take pieces of that and really apply it to what we do as marketers, you know? Sure. So we can write about something very specific, like here's how I'm going to update your HVAC equipment in your new building. But that has to be accessible to somebody that's in finance that doesn't understand the mechanical and electrical piece, somebody mm -hmm. that's the CEO of a company that's not a technical person, you know, a city councilman who really doesn't understand what needs to happen. They know that things need to be fixed, but they don't understand all the complexities of a, a project. So you have to put yourself in their shoes and think, what are they going to want to hear? What is going to be important to them? And that is the trick of a good writer, is writing something that's right. specific, but that addresses a lot of different audiences. And just as a songwriter, you know, you can write a song about a very specific incident that happened to you, and somebody else can listen to that exact same song and apply it to a different situation that happened in their life. And so that's a lot of what we just do writing proposals and cover letters and approaches and, you know, trying to put yourself in someone else's shoes and even applying this to just getting resume updates from your technical staff, I understand that they are very busy. They have demands from clients. They are working on deadlines just as we are. So trying to put yourself in their shoes, I get that they're very busy too. So let's make this a fun process for everybody. So Perfect. So lastly, I want to ask you, are there any more parodies in the works? Like, are we going to have like an AEC Marketers parody album? We really should. I do have, I know I do have one more song that's ready to go. I just need to record it. So hopefully that'll be happening in the next month or so. And then we will have a, another song. I can tell you of, it is about getting a proposal like days before it's due when the technical staff have had it for several weeks and it just hits your desk that three days before the deadline and you have to scramble. So it's a, it's a good one. And so hopefully that'll be coming out soon. <laughs> but yo, I have some ideas. I've gotten a lot of suggestions. I've gotten a lot of, I need you to write a song about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll see where it goes. But for now, we've got one more in the works. You're going to be like the Weird owl of our little <laughs> AEC marketing hearts. <laughs> I grew up listening to Weird Al. I've always loved Weird Al. He is, I got to finally see him in concert not too long ago. I always feel so nerdy, but he's become so popular and a lot of big name celebrities just love Weird Al. Lin Me and Will Miranda, who wrote the songs for Encanto, he's a huge Weird Al fan. So it's, it's, it's cool to be compared to him. But yeah, it's, it's a very unique skill too, because writing a parody you're not just writing 
words that rhyme. They have to actually rhyme and fit in with the other song as well. So it's it's right. a very complicated. I could never explain to anybody how I even do it. Yeah, well, and I'm so glad you took the time to do it because it's, I mean, We Don't Talk About Bruno was already like a sticky enough song. <laughs> and now your version is the only one that's in my head. <laughs> Uh, it is funny. I have gotten so much outreach from it on LinkedIn. That video has gotten over 15,000 views, which I never would have dreamed posting a video on LinkedIn would get that much engagement, but it was just the right audience for it. Yes. And I've gotten messages from marketers everywhere. You know, I've never felt more seen. I'm sending this out to all my technical staff. Like this is exactly what I deal with on a daily basis. So it really just brings joy to my heart to know that everyone else can relate. And, you know, AEC marketers, we're a close-knit group. You know, we, <laughs> we're we all dealing with the same things every day. So it's really fun to see the kind of impact that this has had and that people are really resonating with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, if our listeners want to learn more about you or see or hear more of your work, where should I direct them? Yeah. So I do have a website. It's stacycheney.com. I am just uploading the Bruno video today. So that'll be up Perfect. soon. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Stacy Cheney. You can also Google me. I do a lot of nationally at the performances. So I'm pretty Googleable. So <laughs> if that's Perfect. a term. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks again for having me. This was really fun. All right, Marketeers, that's a wrap on this week's episode of the AEC Marketeer podcast. As always, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would invite you to subscribe, leave five-star reviews, leave written reviews. New episodes for this podcast are released every other Wednesday, and we will chat soon.